Ladies and gentlemen, I, I appreciate you actually joining us on the Impression Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Harrison. What's up? And as, as well as we have our special guest, uh, Mr. Marcus Maddox. Ladies and gents. So I, I do want to be able to open the stage here. This is, this is your first time here on the podcast. First time. See, that's what I'm talking about. You yeah. know, having uh, local business owners, entities that actually come in here and correlate. I absolutely love it. Uh, both myself and my co-host, you know, we, we do have a lot of special guests that come in and they show their dynamic. So I do truly appreciate you actually being on the show today. And I'm honored. See, that's what I'm talking about. Um, and then on top of that, uh, to let everybody on the stage know that one of my co-hosts has came out with his first book. It's called The Next Chapter. But I do want to throw some oversight over there. Ryan, let us let us know a little bit about your book, man. All right. So a new, newly published book. It's my first book. I wrote it with my best friend from high school. Uh, it's a self-help help book called The Next Chapter, and it focuses on how to effectively cope and navigate through different transitions in life. So it's the idea that we're all subject to change in life. Um, we know it's coming, different transitions, different components of our life. We're all going to have to change and adapt in the real world. Mm. Now, it's the idea is why we know that it's going to happen, but why do sometimes we get stuck? Why do you sometimes... Mm. Frankly, we're not good at that change. We don't want it to happen. And the book goes into the idea that it's not necessarily about the change itself. It's about the transition, the process of transitioning is that we get mm. stuck. We get, we know we have to go from A to B, but how do we do it? And how do we do it so we're not stuck in limbo? And then we're sitting there on the couch for six months trying to go through yeah, that transition. Exactly. So different components to life as such as uh, health and wellness journey, um, relocating a relationship or friendships, maybe even death. So there's a different chapters in the book and we go into uh, different stories that kind of embody those um, chapters, those concepts. And at the end, we bring it all together in a motivational, inspirational type self-help uh, components to focus on life lessons. And those are different quotes, ideas, um, inspiration that we found connected to the said concept, the said transition, and how we kind of reflect upon the story as well as just everything in life. So that's a little uh, premise of the story. And um, I'm excited to kind of first hand off, give you two Ooh, a copy of it. Nice. Um, that's what I'm talking about. You, you see what I'm saying? Thank you. We don't give away a lot of free stuff, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I'm gonna take this and and open this open this concept. I love the 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 feel of the book here. You know, it has a certain aesthetic that's here. Um, I love the the content, and I definitely love the aspect that you're focused on the next chapter of life. And mm -hmm. I I think that the title perfectly meets that end. That's there. What do you think about that, Mister Marks? Man. Ryan hit a couple of uh, important points uh, with a background in the military. Change is necessary, right? Everything in life is growing or dying. And if you don't know how to grow, if you don't know how to transition, make that change, you end up doing more dying than growing. And we feel lost in that space because we know we should be somewhere else, but we're not there. And, and uh, but also we're creatures of habits. Like we were talking about earlier, we're, mm -hmm. we're creatures of habits. And sometimes we don't want to change, even though we know change is necessary. But I, so I think this is 
you know, to have a map to where we want to go, I think is crucial. Like we use, we have a GPS. That's so, so good on you, man. Well, appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Let's see. So, uh, you, you went a lot into the reasoning of, uh, or should I say behind the next chapter that's there, but for you, how, how has this publication actually changed? Did a lot more people come up to you, uh, or, or grab a little bit more of your insight? Um, have you, have you already done your book signings? Like, I really want to know, engage into that dynamic. Mm -hmm. So um, regarding kind of the development of the book, um, back when, it's funny, me and my best friend from high school, he's the co-author of this book, shout out Jordan Palmer. Uh, Jordan. He, we were, we've always been kind of focused on different things in life, especially as like high school and college students. We weren't going to the parties, we're focusing on, we both did track and field at the collegiate level. We're focused on that, we're focused on the next level of our life, the next, you know, the next chapter, ironically, but it was the idea that, you know, we had all this wisdom. Um, we had all these ideas and we would play, literally we'd sit down in my basement playing FIFA <laughs> and we would just be spitting ideas. We get into these like, I, these like motivational, like just, I don't even know how to, what to call it, like a, a tornado of just all these ideas of what we want to accomplish in life. And we started writing them down one day and that's how the book started. We just started writing them down on a on a Google Docs and like, damn, like this could maybe be a book. Like we could become authors. It was like a crazy idea. I hated writing. I hated reading for the longest time. And I'm sitting here like formulating ideas. And over COVID, we had a lot more time to really develop how we wanted to go about it and what we wanted to bring to the audience. Um, and it was a secret for a while. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> um, I did, it didn't matter that people knew I was writing a book until it was published, until I actually had it in my hand. And that was one of the coolest feelings is like, you know, you had something tangible that me and Marcus were talking about this earlier is like, this could go on for yeah. generations. This could help people beyond like the ones that you just reach on a mm -hmm. physical platform. So it was cool to kind of have those ideas together. Now, a lot of the development, the behind the scenes and like all of it's still fresh. And I think, as that's what I want to keep with the book is like just continuing to promote it, but also like focusing on the ideas and the concepts. But the way we wrote the book is you don't have to read it from start to finish. There are different times that you may experience those transitions. You may focus out, have a health and fitness journey at this age, uh, but then you might have to go through a transition of death at another age. Exactly. So you don't have to necessarily read it and it's no specific order, right? Mm -hmm. So that was the idea is, is you can always build upon those ideas and it's never ending because neither has changed. See, that that's what I'm talking about. You know, having that that structure already captured within your book and being able to portray that, that, that is marvelous. But I do want to talk about a turning point because you, you did reference a turn, turning point when it comes down to that. I know coming from the entrepreneurship, the business owner aspect, but your specialization is in the the financial domain. Right. So you're a business owner and an entrepreneur. Yes. As well as a financial educator. Yes. When yeah. we talk about transitions, I mean this is a perfect caveat to to discuss that. Can you uh you know uh, allude to some some of the concepts that occurred with you as well? You know those transitions in life. Well, you know 
Ryan brought up some some great points in transition, and he, he, I think one of the uh, try not to quote you, but I'm trying to capture it, where uh, change is continuous, right? And and it doesn't stop. So in that, one of the biggest issues in the U.S., if not the world, is us moving from a barter system to the dollar system, right? We're dependent on, uh, instead of I provide a service for you and you provide me something that, that you have a product, now it's on a dollar system, it's, it's an IOU system. So with us going to an IOU system, we've disconnected service in that manner. And being from coming from a military service background or anyone in a retail customer service industry, it's all about the customer. It's all about the customer, but this dollar system kind of takes us off of that. And in that change, and I'm just play on that in that, and that, you know, that, that transition, we've, we've lost the quality of, of, um, like the touch of, right. of helping someone. Hmm. And, but that includes ourselves. We've, we've lost the touch of, okay, I'm going to, um, work, 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 I'm in, I'm going to work my entire life to accumulate something now, try to save it so that I can have it later instead of just getting now. And what that, that turns into is we're, 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 we've bought into the borrow system so much that we're borrowers, we've become consumers mm. versus producers. Our ancestors were producers. And if you didn't produce, you didn't eat. Cultivation. Absolutely. Mm. So. I saw a deficiency, not only in, in the military, but I don't come from a background of financial understanding, education, uh, but I realized the majority of the people around me, not only how I grew up, but in my environment, they, they don't come from it either. Hmm. This was my weakness, the financial industry. Hmm. But I've also found myself learning more when I teach. So it's kind of selfish how I got into this industry, right? <laughs> I wanted to learn more, but I learned more when I teach, so I got into the teaching, but uh, what better way to teach than to own your own time, uh, own your own business, but also um, control some level of your life to where you can provide uh, a, a service and enjoy doing it. And and I wanted to, to change my environment around me, not only my own, but I found that you can change more when you help others change. I like that you create a change as you help others. Right. So that alludes to community impact. Yes. And customer service. Um, it alludes to assisting in that transition right. in life that you were referencing in your book. So uh, I do want to allude this question to both of you, you know, from the different backgrounds. I mean, you're dealing from the aspect of life, health and wealth, and you're dealing from life, health and wealth as yeah. well from two different entities, from physical, physical athletics training, that that physical capacity to that mental capacity with finances and breaking it down that is a unique element but my question is what key steps do you think a person should make as the keys to getting gains and what i mean by gains i'm i'm, I'm talking about okay professional development like how far does that go and does that transition well into your physical capability how how does this work what is the keys to success so, so either one of you, I, I want to start off with, with you side of the house. Okay. I saw your point. I saw you. Um, so that's like a very good question, but if I had to sum it up into like, you know, like a 30 second, like tidbit of 
information that will get uh, the most value for, you know, bang for its buck. I think it comes down to consistency and habits, right? Consistency. You do something once, that's cool. But it's never going to produce anything that you would want to have within your life. You're never going to get from A to Z by not taking the first step to B, then to C. So being consistent with your rituals, with your habits, which we'll get into a second, but being consistent, whatever you want to do, you want to, you know, a health and fitness journey, you have to be consistent, whether that's eating the right foods, going to the gym, you know, even from the mind and the mental side of things, um, affirmations or telling yourself that you're going to be able to get there. But it's going to take some time, but you have to be consistent with your intentions and your actions. The two, you can't just sit there and talk about it. You have to do something about it. So then that goes into habits, creating habits that are going to make you successful. So are you sitting there watching TV with, you know, a tub of ice cream, right? right. Or are you out there, you know, taking a walk with, you know, your family, whatever, and listening to a podcast. So it's Marcus said it earlier is surrounding yourself with the environment in which you want to grow into. And that comes with that change too, is the environment you were in and the habits that you were doing, if they're not geared to where you want to go in life, you have to change the environment. You have to change the habits. You have to be consistent with those actions and produce the habits in which you want to be able to develop into, you know, whatever it may be, health, uh, professional, personal relationship. So it's about taking those steps, being consistent with it and producing habits that will actually lead you to set outcome or set result. You are the sum of five friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely align with that. Marcus, what, what, what you got on that? 100% habits, man. Um, someone great once said, you don't decide your future, your habits do. You decide your habits, right? And and those are the smallest things. And there's a uh, 12 universal principles when it comes to behavior. Uh, one of them is the law of one uh, or, or the law of divine oneness. And what that means is everything is connected. Through energy, everything's connected, and and we can see this. How you do a little bit is how you're going to do a lot. You know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Love it. So so if I can maybe, instead of eating at 100% capacity, if I can eat at 80% capacity, I I begin a week, two weeks, I will begin to feel full at 80%. Mm -hmm. And then you create your new 80%. So that ties into everything in the financial industry. It's mindset, it's habits, um, the rule of 72. Uh, Einstein coined it as the eighth wonder of the world. And uh, what the rule of 72 does is it outlines the impacts of compound interest. Mm. It kind of goes back to uh, one of the original principles of reaping and sowing in first century texts, the Bible, where uh, whatever you put into it, you're going to get more out of it. So you don't only reap what you sow, you reap more than what you sow. If you, if you plant a few seeds, you're going to get a crop, Correct. right? If you plant a handful of seeds, you're, you're going to get a bushel. So you always reap more than what you sow, and it doesn't discriminate between planting something good or planting something bad, which goes back to those habits. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and with that change, something's changing. Something's changing. It's just, is it changing in your favor towards what some, something that you really know that's, that's good for you or, or the other direction? So I agree, habits. Hundred percent. I, I definitely align with that. And you, you, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Marty's touching upon a real good point. Is he started branching into? He said something about like two weeks. It takes three weeks, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Being patient with it. I think that's a huge thing. You're not magically gonna, you know, you go into. I'll use the weight room stuff. 
you go into the weight room, you bench 135. Next week, you're not going to magically bench right. 185, 225 pounds. That's not how it's going to go. It's the same thing with the health and fitness journey. You don't magically eat one day real healthy and then you're going to drop 20 pounds like that. It's not sustainable. So being patient with the process and understanding mm -hmm. it will take time. But with the consistency and habits that you're producing, they will you will start to see that progress. And sometimes you won't see it originally or in the moments that you want it to, but down the yeah. line, you stay with it. It's going to make a huge difference. It's the the patience to continue to do what you want to do or what you need to do, even if you don't want to do it. See, I like that. Now, what what kind of, I'm going to use that because I, I do want to allude to what, what are the hard points? What are the shortfalls and obstacles that a lot of, uh, a lot of the members of our community, our population, you know, they are hitting some hard points. We're in the middle of a recession right now. So we're we're looking at, you know, five, 10, 15 year residual actions that have adjusted us to the point where we're fighting for survival in, in this day and age. That is a hard point. So what are some shortfalls and obstacles that you both had to go through? I mean, especially with writing this book and especially with getting into finance, you know, let, let, let our audience know what, what's going down. What's... I will say two things. Uh, the first is vision, okay. right? I've listened to a lot of motivational speakers. I've listened to a lot of uh, inspirational um, content that helps you map out from where you are to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. I continuously find the original document that all that's coming from the basic instructions before leaving Earth. So if you guys ever look it up, um, if you can find it, the basic <laughs> instructions before leaving Earth, the Bible, right? So there, there, there's a concept that it says, where there's no vision, the people perish. And what that really means is perish is, is a rough translation in English. It means throw off restraint. Hmm. There's no discipline. Hmm. So uh, those two weeks that you were just talking about, we, it, Vision gives you discipline because it, it as long as you're focused on where you're going and where you want to be, and you can see it, even though it's not manifested yet, you can see it in, in your imagination. You know exactly, hey, that road is not where I want to go. Kind of like a GPS kind of guide. You know, it eliminates the, the distractions and the wrong roads and it keeps you on track long enough to start, begin to see those results. But also uh, not just vision, but uh, understanding. Uh, King Solomon said that uh, uh, wisdom is the key principle. So, yes, you want to get wisdom, but if it costs you everything you have, get understanding. He said, get understanding because you can know something but not understand it. That's true. You can know something in there. And I, I look at it this knowing or is, is knowledge, is information, um, knowing that this is a table. Okay, that's beneficial. I can use it as a table, but can I employ it? As into its full potential. Um, understanding is, is well, this table plus these chairs, it's, it's not just a table, it's a, a place to come together. We can have not only conversations, we can write, we can have dinner, we can, so understanding kind of plugs in that, that hmm. it connects everything and gives you different perspectives on it. So vision, a lack of vision, there's no discipline when you have lack of vision, but also understanding limits you to using the tools that in, in the many ways that they can be used. I, I know you have this, uh, this niche that you always say, you always say, I'm aiming. Yeah. 
Um, I, I love it when you say I'm aiming because, uh, you know, for, for the audience that doesn't know, you know, I, I used to have, I used to do a little bit of archery mm -hmm. and I will always draw back. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, when I feel that torque, I, I feel that correct side alignment, that trick control, you know, that spawns from my military experience. And when I get that release, yeah. you know, I, I need to make sure I hit my target. That's, right. that's why I like whenever you're talking about that reference point, that aim, do you have your aim? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely. Um, the importance of aiming is, is, as a matter of fact, sin, the word sin comes from the root word, uh, I want to say in Greek, it's an archery term. It's actually an archery term. And what sin means is to miss your target. Mm. So when you miss your target, you sin. Because there's something in the process of of not understanding, not aligning that sights, not aligning everything, the discipline that it takes, like it's, it's full circle. Um, but but aiming is the most important, I would say, uh, mechanism that we were given as humans that separates us from animals. It's that consciousness. I, I have the ability to think about what I'm thinking about. So if I know, if I'm conscious of where I am, and I have an imagination to say, hey, I, I want to be there. Mm. Well, there's space between that. And wherever that space is, it, it takes aiming first and then, you know, using your system um, of, of really those understanding the transitions to get to where you want to be. You'll never get anywhere. You, I, I, I would say it like this. You can be running from something and end up anywhere, not necessarily where you want to be. Hmm. But when you're running to something, you can only end up in that place. Both of, hmm. both of them are running. So are you running from something or are you running to something? But at least you're moving. That's called busy though. Moving is busy, but are you productive? I like that. It's so kind of like sitting in a car with your feet on the gas and a brake, sitting in the car, it's twerking, there's smoke, <laughs> right? Uh, you're, you're, you're moving, you're, there's a lot of noise, but everybody on the outside is like, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? And you're just sitting there. That's what you call a burnout. You get burned out. So move, yeah, you're moving, but are you moving in the right direction? So the right direction precedes movement. I like that. I like that. Ryan, where you have the caveat? So, I mean, a lot of the stuff that I'm about to say is just to piggyback off what Marcus was saying. He talked about the GPS idea. Uh, now, I went to a business seminar for Self-Made, and we had a guest, special guest speaker. Shout out to Jason Phillips. He runs the NCI and BCI. It's Nutrition uh, Coaching Institute and Business Coaching Institute. And he talks about, and I wrote this down, and I'll never forget it. He says, unless you know where you're going, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. So it's the idea of, when you pull up your GPS on the phone, right? It'll give you where you are, like maybe you want to leave from a certain destination, but before you can proceed, you have to put in that final destination where you want to go, right? So unless you know where you it is you're going, that vision, or at least the direction in which you got to go, you could take rows left, right, backwards, like you don't have any sense of direction where you got to go. So it's just like that GPS idea, the vision, that final destination where you want to go, 
then it takes you along that road. And there may be, you know, you could take multiple directions. You know, they always say like similar ETA <laughs> or like similar route or like traffic will appear. You want to go this way, but you're still heading closer and closer to said, you know, final destination, the end goal or your vision or the outcome that you want to achieve. Now, the second part of that, and I'll talk about it when it comes to the book, but Marcus had touched upon it really early on when we were talking about um, not having as much fine, um, background in the financial industry. It was the same thing for me as this imposter syndrome. I never written a book in my life. Who's going to reside with some or resonate with some 27 year old who, mm. you know, hasn't necessarily made it in life yet is working and developing and trying to get there, uh, which, you know, one day I know it's possible speaking it out um, into the universe, but you know, who's going to resonate with a book for some random person, like, you know, going through it all. But that was the thing is like, we're all going through all of this, right. you know, whether you were a celebrity or a professional <laughs> athlete or a 15 year old kid in high school or a single mother, whatever it may be, all those lessons in there, I knew it would resonate with everybody because we're all in this world together, Nick. you know, and it doesn't matter if, you know, I'm not, you know, some billionaire millionaire and here are my, you know, steps one, two, three to become successful. We're all going through this together. So I knew a lot of people would understand that, but from the imposter side, I said, I've never written a book in my life. I hated writing. And like mm -hmm. I said, in high school and college, even reading up until I'd say the last three to five years. And Marcus could probably touch upon that too in the financial industry when he set on that path and wanted to help people financial advising and work within that area and that industry. Probably, and I won't speak for him, but probably in his, his head, he's like, can I really do this? I have zero experience. I don't, you know, I've never really touched upon it. And that's some of the doubt that was going on in my head when I was writing it, right? It was that same idea as like, it, is this the right idea? Is, you know, having doubts is, you know, I've never done this before. Should I, you know, continue on that path? Right. So see, see I, I do want to interject there. Uh, both of you conceptually are hitting on both means, uh, you know, with, with creating the impression podcast, you know, we kind of fixate on our major three elements that's there, you know, life, health, and wealth, and improving that aspect. But you guys are foundationally talking about what it means to create a legacy, what, right. it, what it means to create the right impression. And I do want to want to thank you both for actually being on the show and be, being able to conceptualize that for our audience here. There is a lot of information that you guys can convey. And I know on future episodes, you know, this ain't going to be the first time we, we bring right. you on. This is just season one. You know, we coming in for season two. Always, you know, we're, we're, we're prepping that on. But uh, I do want to leave everybody with this last motivational thing is amongst the two of you, if you have one thing to say to our audience to move them into the next chapter of their life, what, what would that be? And I'm, I'm going to start with you, Marcus, and, and I'm going to let you conclude. Okay. Cool. Well, I would say that um, I firmly believe that, that what you can't see is more powerful than what you can. Nothing that we can touch that's tangible was here before someone thought about it. So ideas are the most powerful thing ever, right? Ideas are what created not only the podcast, it created uh, cars. When you look at houses, everything that's around you was created from an idea. Someone told them, no, you can't do it, right? Right. So it, 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 it took that idea. So it, essentially, the most important thing that you can have is an idea, but also um, 
a, a, a drive, a willingness to listen to that urge. Like I'm supposed to do something in life. I'm supposed to do something. And when those ideas aren't manifested, they go to the grave. And the wealthiest mm -hmm. place on earth is the cemetery because of the ideas that were unrealized, unmanifested, and uh, it, it didn't come to fruition because we, we, we listen to everybody else or we listen to that other voice that's saying, hey, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Uh, you, you, who's going to listen to you? You're 27, right? Um, who's going to listen to you? You're, you're military, right? Who's going to listen to you in the finances? You don't come from a financial background. But, but I'm afraid of being afraid. That's what brought me in the financial industry because I didn't understand it. And the, what I don't understand, I don't want to remain afraid. So I, I'm drawn towards what I don't understand. So I'm, my encouragement is, is if there's something that you feel like you want to go do, but it scares you, go do it, face it. Because when it's behind you, you're going to end up somewhere and not, might not be where you want to be. But when it's in front of you, you can at least see it, you can size it up, you can attack it. You can aim. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. That was a good one. I like that one. Um, I actually end with my favorite quote from the book, one of my life lessons. Um, and I think it alludes to kind of everything that embodies the Impression Podcast and everything that we have talked about today is life is only as good as your mindset. I think that's so true. Um, and from working with so many people physically in you know, the weight room, athletes uh, on their health and fitness journeys, uh, we all focus on trying to better ourselves physically. You know, we want to get in shape physically. We want to lose weight. We want to get more, you know, be able to run miles or lift these certain weights or look a certain way. But I feel like a lot of the times we don't attack our mentality with that same approach, mm. right? We don't take the time to train our minds. Some people do, maybe not as much. I won't say I'm here working out three hours, you know, two hours a day, and then I'm working out on my mind two hours a day. I don't think a lot of people can say that. But when you really focus on improving your mindset, improving your self-talk, improving what you see, the manifestations, the affirmations, the visualizations, all that stuff is real. A lot of people are just like shrug it off. Oh, it's not going to help. But when we talk about the consistency and the habits and making it a daily routine, you start to see how it can just rewire your brain. You start to look and focus more on the good. Let the bad or the complaining or the negativity throw it off to the side because you're in an abundance of you know positive positivity and optimism and i think when you're able to do that too when you start talking about celebrities you talk about uh, professional athletes they all started at one point we all start at the same point how did they get there physically yeah they had to work hard but it's their mental side yeah. that kept them going at the end of the yeah. day and that took them to that whole level i promise you 99 percent of those people are going to say yeah it was my mindset it was my self-talk it was my visualization my imagery my you know, my surroundings mentally. And I think, you know, when you attack life in that way and you start to see the positive, you start to, you know, encourage yourself and put yourself in a better space mentally, you can achieve anything and everything that you want. So it's all about making the right impression. There you go. 100%. Perfect time to throw that one in. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, uh, thank you for joining us on the Impression Podcast. Ryan, thank you. Of course. Marcus, thank Good you. Fun. Go ahead, bro. And remember, make the right impression.